0: Hey Church, Pastor Adam here, and I want to say thank you so much for stopping by to join us for Church Online today, and and while we are super stoked that you're hanging out with us this morning, we do want to remind you that really this is just supplemental, and man, it just cannot replace the local church in your life. And so look, we hope that you are encouraged and and challenged and shaped by today's message that's being preached, Uh, but but also we don't wanna be uh, your substitute. Uh, for the local church body that you should be involved in. We really do believe that the local church is God's plan A in reaching the world. So with that being said, please come hang out with us in person. Uh, One Sunday, if you're in Paducah in the area, come hang out with us to get some rest or find a local Bible-believing Jesus-preaching church that you can get plugged in and connected to. Uh, Jesus loves the church and and we love Jesus. and, And we believe that we can better serve Uh, Jesus, if we love his church well. So, welcome to rest.
1: I did not miss my cue. There was supposed to be an Ernest P. Wuerl on there. Good morning, Rest Church. Amidst the holiday hustle and bustle, we all come in tied to this web of emotions, right? Like the crazy father-in-law. I said father-in-law because everybody gets on to me for saying the other one. But within that, you have this heavy web of, of dynamics, like financial strain. Like, how can I afford the gifts that I need to buy my kids? Or how can I afford to buy the gifts for my terrible nieces and nephews? You know, you, you have that. And then, and then you have regret and, and the weight of past failures, where maybe last Christmas you acted a fool. Or you said the thing that everyone else wanted to say to your aunt, right? But we all kind of come into the Christmas season with this angst. It's like the, you sit in the room and you can feel this palpable tension that is in the room. And, and for some of you, the weight of the holidays is like an elephant setting on your chest, right? Who would say, man, I feel like sometimes there's an elephant sitting on my chest. You're a bunch of liars. Yes. Yes. It doesn't matter if you have like some of the best family dynamics. It's like you said and you're like, oh, I'd much rather be at home in my moo moo. Yeah. Or, or, or sipping from my special mug, like that that's kind of the, the thing that you do. In part, it comes down to the mountain of stress and anxiety that we bring into holiday season. They are ripe with opportunity because we have so many things going on, leading up to them, and going on presently in our everyday life that we're already at fever pitch. Who would say amen to that? Like, Pastor, if you only knew how much I had going on, you would understand why I'm a little cray-cray. You would understand why I want to lay hands on people in a non-biblical way, right? You would understand. We all bring that in. And today, the goal of this short little time together is for us to unpack and unwind our lives so that we can travel light. And I want to read the Travel Light sermon series scripture with you. And it's kind of the, the springboard where we'll be coming from today. won't be our main text, but it's definitely the springboard. Here it is. It's from the Amplified Version. And it says, this: One hand full of rest and patience is better than two fists full of labor and chasing after the wind. I'm going to read that again. One handful of rest and patience is better than two fistfuls of labor and chasing after the wind. Rest and patience. You know, John and I, we, we were sitting side by side last Sunday. And Adam read this message. And in case you don't know, John and I, we both have slightly over full-time jobs. And we both looked at each other and said, "Yeah, that first part of the verse is absolutely not us. Who would say that that's not them? It is the, the personification of the part A is not them. And if I was to say who volunteers for part B, you're both you're probably going to do this, right? Like we we have lots of chasing after the wind. And and this morning, you know, I, I have a I have a volunteer because as I thought through this, was setting and I was writing. So come on, come on, bring the hope." whole crew as i started thinking through this verse it's like you know put on this backpack you know you got your school you got your work responsibilities and you get up here and you're riding you're riding the bike inside your head mentally you're just riding the exercise bike but it's not just that you're riding the exercise bike you've got the stress of work and school pulling down on you but you're also you're trying to stay hydrated the whole time you got your stanley cup Got to stay hydrated, but you also, man, you gotta get those emails out. Get those emails out. Come on, get those emails out. And but but then you know, here in a couple weeks, Carter and Cohen, they're gonna need to go to karate, and so they'll they have fight nights, so they gotta have all of their karate gear inside here. And then, you know, they're gonna go over to the in-laws' house, and for some reason, the in-laws they don't believe in toys, so we have to have a bag. Full of toys, and so now we got a bag full of toys here. But but life doesn't stop, right? Can, amen. Life doesn't stop, and so she's over here, both hands. She's trying to she's trying to get it done, and she's trying her best to make life happen. She's raising boys and girls, and and here on top of this, this whole time, there's Carter and Cohen doing what they do best, Mom! Stop now. How many of you identify with this? How many of us are on the exercise bike going as fast as we can? And it's like, man, the stress of this thing, the stress of that thing, it's kicking your tail. That's me. All right, let's unpack you, let's get you out of here. there you go, there you go, sweet alright, let's give her some round of applause the truth is, is when we're in this state when we're in this perpetual running this perpetual exercising, so to speak of making it through life we miss amazing moments we miss amazing moments. We miss those moments when they first stand up to walk. We miss those moments to have that gospel conversation with our kids or with our friends and family because, because we have so much. Going on, We have so much going on in our life that we miss those amazing moments. And so this morning, I want to parachute in as a church into Luke chapter 2. And we're going to check out this guy named Simeon. And and I'm going to approach it from a different way than I normally do. I'm not going to give you some full expository text. We're just going to read the text, and I'm going to talk about it lightly. And I want to say one thing just so that everyone knows. Your kids are not going to bother me. They are not going to bother me, all right? I'm one of seven, and I have two kids who have their own things going on. I love you boys. Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35. Here we go. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, carefully observing the divine law and looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was what, church? Upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed. Prompted by what? the Spirit, he came into the temple enclosure, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him custom required by the law, Simeon took him, took him into his arms and blessed him and praised and thanked God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bond servant to leave this world in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation." which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light of revelation to the Gentiles to disclose that which was previously unknown and to bring the praise and the honor and the glory of your people of Israel. And his legal father, Joseph, and his mother, Mary, were amazed at what was said about him. Simeon blessed him and said to Mary, his mother, listen carefully. This child is appointed and destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel. And for a sign that is to be opposed and a sword of deep sorrow will pierce through your own soul so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Church, let's pray. Father, I pray that you'd be with us, that you'd meet us here, that you would just do a powerful work through our short time together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, if we read this story and we, we parachute in like we just do, we don't get the idea that Simeon is distracted. We don't get that idea at all, right? Because if, if this was a modern-day Simeon, chances are he would show up and, and he, would, he would be on his phone, right? I, I got a photo here of Simeon. It's going it's to drop at some point. So here's Simeon, and, and Simeon is... He's got his he's got his buds in man. He's jamming. Maybe he's listening to the latest, you know, Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know, but but he he's you know he's taking notes, and, and maybe he's playing Angry Birds. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe he's playing Doodle Jump, um, or he's on a death scroll right now on the gram. Um, you guys know about the death scroll, right? You, you guys have found yourself. You're, it's like the moment that you, you, like, have your phone, and I don't have a case, and people say I'm crazy, and so I won't throw it, but it's like that moment that you're, like, you're in the death scroll, and you notice you're in the death scroll, and you're just like, like, I, I got to get away from that thing. Did you guys identify with me on that? So, so, Simeon is not in a death scroll. Simeon isn't caught up in his own things that are going on. He's obviously, as we see in this text, he is in tune with the Spirit. Verses 26 and verses 27 show us explicitly that he is in tune with what's going on in the Spirit. and And this is only possible because he has carved out time, he has carved out space in his life, intentionally devoted to having bandwidth with God are you picking up what I'm saying he has devoted bandwidth in his life to be connected to God you can't hear what you're not connected to there's many of us man we're wondering why hasn't God spoke to me why hasn't God revealed himself to me well I don't know where he's at I don't know what he wants from me I'm not so sure about him but I want to you're not connected You're not connected so that you can hear him. And Simeon is obviously connected. He is observing the law. He's following the law. And he's listening for the call of God on his life. My main point to you today is very simple. Heavy hands can't reach for rest heavy hands can't reach rest, Man, if we're, if we're walking around with all these bags and we've got them on top of us and we're trying to do five million things, I can tell you without a shadow of doubt, you will not find rest. You won't. You won't find rest. Like packing luggage, you only have so much room. How many of you guys are, you know, world travelers like me? How many of you, use, you know, you, you hate packing? Yeah. How many of you hate unpacking, right? So um, I, I got like this little video that's going to go on behind me. and I'm going to ask you as you watch this, do you kind of listen to me about this? Because here's the thing. When we think about packing luggage, you've only got so much room. You know, like they don't offer, offer an, a, a build-on package for your luggage, right like you can't build an addition to your luggage and 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 here's here's a thing that that you all have to understand you don't get to choose everything that goes in your luggage of life i I want you to hear that you don't get to choose everything that goes in your luggage of life because i can tell you this death will come for somebody in your family death will come potentially to your spouse to your children not only that, but sickness will come. You will face some ailment that, that is legitimate baggage that you didn't choose to put inside of the luggage that you got to carry. You don't get to choose everything that goes in the baggage. You're going to have not only the health crisis, but you're going to have stress at work. You might lose your job. You have school. You have all these things going on inside of your life. You don't get to choose all of the luggage and so what I want to say to you what I want to submit to you today is you have to make a conscious decision about packing what matters most we got to start with what what is most important it's just like giving it's just like tithing if you don't make the conscious decision before you have money that you're going to give you will never give you'll never have enough and the truth is if you don't make a conscious decision about scheduling your week and making time for you and God you'll never travel light you'll always travel heavy because you'll always have the stress and the strain of the world laying on top of you you'll never be able to clear out space and so you have to make a conscious decision to pack what matters most first heavy hands can't reach for rest like Simeon are we Willing to wait on God? Or are we so consumed in the luggage that we're already carrying that we miss Jesus altogether? I make a submission to you today that many of us are missing the calling on our life. We're missing living in the will of God because we're so consumed with our baggage we're so consumed with making sure the kids get to karate or they get to this recital they do this or they do that or we have this you know we have this event over here where we're going to you know to the archery club we got to play golf we have all these things that we're putting inside our luggage but we're missing time to being connected to jesus are we like simeon are we willing to wait? Are we connected enough to God that we're there in the moment? Because notice the scriptures tell us that God woke Simeon up and said, it's time to go to the temple. When was the last time we were awoken by God and we were submissive to his will and we met him in that place? We can't hear the voice of God if we never give him space to speak. So this Christmas, I'm asking you to be intentional about packing what matters most. Sometimes that means we've got to take off some things. And so here's here's what I want to say to you. We must unpack before we can repack. We have to unpack our lives in order to make room for what matters most. So here's what we need to do. We need to unpack some expectations. We need to unpack the expectations that take a toll on our lives. And and, and here's the the really, the, the truth is, man, the expectations that we have on ourselves, for the most part, is kind of a facade. It's a facade. It's something that we put on ourselves. It's a yoke of oppression we put on ourselves. And then what we what we tend to do, if you think about a yoke, is you're getting a team of horses together and you put it on. We don't just put on the yoke, the facade of the of the expectations we have on ourselves. We let others come around and put it on our necks as well. And and here's what I want to say to you, Debbie Do Gooders, because my wife, man, she's a Debbie Do Gooder. Like in case you don't know, she's like the best person in the world. And I don't just say that because I'm here. I'll say it to you. In a room all by myself with with beautiful women, I'm madly in love with her, and she's a Debbie Dukater. She is so easily persuaded to allow others to put their expectations on her. So this is what I want to say to you today: Don't. You're going to let someone down, and in many cases, it's not just good its best for your life because the truth is is there are people who are on a journey who are not the same journey as you they're not following the jesus of the scriptures like you are and so their expectations of this work 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 lifestyle will not fit with you because it is incongruent with the scriptures There are going to be folks who are going to say, hey, well, this is how you should raise your kids, or this is what you should do. And the truth is you're going to disappoint them because it is incongruent with what God has called you to do in your life. And that, my friend, is not just okay, should be celebrated. And so I want you this Christmas to take off those unmet expectations that your family wants to put on you. Unless it is, hey, God's calling you to be more holy. God's calling you to live an upright life. God's calling you to step out of sin. Outside of that, man, you need to take that off. You need to say, that sounds great, but God hasn't called me to that. Don't allow other people to pack your luggage. Because they're going to crowd out the things that matter most. We must unpack before we repack. We must unpack before we repack. And here's something I want you to hear, I want you to wrestle with, I want you to really get. Because man, me and my boy rock-hearted in the back, we stink at this. Trading busyness for stillness. We need to make a shift towards stillness because the scriptures bring a high value, Rest isn't just sleep. I need you to hear me. Rest isn't just sleep. Rest isn't idle hands. Sometimes rest can be physical activity. Sometimes rest can be something that brings peace or solace to your mind. It brings wholeness. Because we, we tend to apply peace as if it's the absence of conflict. But that's not what the scriptures convey. Peace is wholeness. It's almost like a block wall is missing a brick and you stick that brick in. That is shalom. God is calling for us to live in stillness, in that shalom. A place in a time where we can connect with God, our creator. That might be you in a greenhouse. That might be you down in the soil, digging and playing. That might be you out laying blocks. That might be you yesterday. For me, I stacked wood. I stacked like two cords of wood. And it was physically exerting. But, man, I spent time connected with my creator. We need to decouple ourselves from this busyness for stillness. You need to create space. That might mean you need to wake up early. That might mean you need to stay up late. But you need to dedicate a time to be with your creator. We need open space to think. Our minds are like computers. We can't run it 100% all the time because we shut down. You know the blue screen of death with the spinny wheel and your mouse won't move? Some of you are at the blue screen of death and you can't get your mouse to move because you have been fried from all the activity and God's calling you to move into a season of stillness. Into a season of stillness. And here's what I want to say to you. It's okay to say no to your kids. It's okay to say no, we can't do karate five nights a week. We can do three A family. It's good for you to sit at the table. It's good for you to have time to read the scriptures. And here's what I want you to hear. The scriptures don't give us a choice about stillness and rest. To live in a life that is constantly in this busyness mindset is sin. I heard I, You heard me say it. It is sin scriptures explicitly command for us to live in rest from time to time. So I'm asking you to unpack your luggage this morning so you can make room for what matters most. Let's pray. Father, I pray that today that you would open the door of hearts, that we would be like Simeon, that we would be so connected with our creator that we would hear the prompt of the Holy Spirit and that we would move towards you, that we wouldn't miss the movement moments in our life. God, I thank you. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I wanna ask you, is there anyone here today who has not came their creator, Jesus. Jesus, at one point in the book of Matthew, he says to folks, he goes, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I can't speak for other folks, but I can tell you this, if it wasn't for my way maker, took off the yoke of sin and shame. I'm not sure where I would be. So I want to offer you a chance at a moment right here, right now, to respond to the gospel, to respond and ask Jesus, the greatest present that you can receive this holiday season to come into your life. So if you don't know Jesus right now, I'm going to ask you just right where you're at to just lift your hand, make sure you and I, we connect right together, Talk. If you don't know Jesus, just raise your hand just say man, I, I want to connect with Jesus today. I want to walk in relationship with Jesus right where. You are, just your hand. All right church, we're going to stand and we're going to worship and we're going to close out this service praising the King of Kings and I'm going to challenge you. let's worship like He means it. Let's worship like He means it. men, that means God has given you a voice. Don't let the women shout us down.